Hey everybody, and welcome to the Wealth Effect Podcast, where we discuss methods, strategies, and tactics to protect and compound your wealth. I'm your host, Matt Fabian, and I'm here to help you create your own wealth effect. The strength of consumer spending and household balance sheets has been a bright spot in an otherwise challenging market environment. These factors have helped to keep the economy out of recession and have bolstered corporate earnings. But they have also kept inflation hotter than the Fed might otherwise like, resulting in higher interest rates. So what should investors know about the state of consumer finances as market and economic uncertainty continues? Consumer finances both affect the economy and markets and are affected by them. In the U.S., consumer spending makes up 68% of all expenditures annually, forming the foundation of overall economic activity. How consumers feel about their personal financial situations has an essential impact on economic growth and vice versa. When times are difficult, such as during a recession, consumers naturally tighten their belts, which can lead to a spiraling economic slowdown. On the other hand, when the economy and job market are strong, consumer sentiment improves. This in turn supports corporate revenues and profits, spurring hiring and wage increases, which can drive further consumer spending. Ideally, this then supports financial asset prices and valuations. The economic swings since 2020 are proof of this. From the sudden collapse in consumer spending during the pandemic to the surge in activity during the subsequent rebound, driven in no small part by monumental government stimulus. Fortunately, despite high inflation rates over the past two years, consumer spending has continued to support the economy. This is partly because the average household balance sheet has never been stronger. The first chart posted in the show notes shows household net worth going back to the date 2000 with the most recent economic a data point being Q2 of 2023, where household net worth has now reached a new all-time high of $154.3 trillion. This was published in the Fed's latest Z1 report on the financial accounts of the United States, showing that this has reached a new record high. This measure includes household assets such as stocks and bonds, bank deposits, defined benefit entitlements, real estate, and many more, as well as liabilities such as credit card debt and mortgages to offset. Of course, the cost of debt has increased as interest rates have risen over the past year. While the 10-year Treasury yield has fluctuated over the past few weeks, it has been hovering near the highest level since 2007 even briefly surpassing 5%. This is challenging for those individuals and businesses with new loans or mortgages with average rates above 8%. The silver lining is that many households were able to lock in low rates over the past few years, especially immediately following the pandemic. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, 14 million households refinanced their mortgages during this time and saw an average drop in their monthly payments of $220. The chart in the show notes summarizes the positive net effect on household net worth. It also shows the net worth has more than doubled since the prior 2007 peak. 
This has occurred despite the never-ending challenges investors faced along the way, including market pullbacks, economic slowdowns, problems in Washington, and more recently, inflation, Fed rate hikes, and geopolitical crises. The next chart posted in the show notes show consumer spending on a year-over-year growth rate, uh, and it shows how retail sales have picked up most recently. And, of course, not all households have benefited equally from the trends of positive net worth growth. Those with wealth invested in the stock market and real estate have done better since those assets have appreciated significantly. Perhaps more importantly, those who stayed invested and resisted the urge to stray from their financial and investment plans when times are the toughest most likely benefited the most. Fortunately, the stronger-than-expected labor market is another bright spot in today's economic environment. With unemployment still near historic lows, more Americans have benefited from job security and wage growth, supporting consumer spending even more than in past cycles. This can be seen in the retail sales figures that I just mentioned. For instance, the September data published by the U.S. Census were better than the uh, economists had expected, with total retail sales growing 0.7% month over month. The previous month's numbers were also revised up significantly. Other data, such as personal consumption expenditures, which are an input to GDP calculations and are adjusted for inflation, show similar patterns. There may be headwinds in the near future as consumers draw down on excess savings over the past few years. Student loan payments resume, credit card balances and interest rates increase, and high oil prices all act in concert to crimp consumer discretionary spending. Yet, overall, consumers have been remarkably resilient. The next chart in the show notes show personal savings and how they have declined after a really sharp uptick. The chart shows savings as a percentage of disposable income going back to the early 1990s. There was a big run-up in uh, post-pandemic where the savings rate shot up very high very quickly due to pandemic-related economic stimulus as well as people, you know, being shut uh, down at home and not being able to spend. Uh, So naturally, the savings rate went up. However, post-pandemic through much of 2022, that savings rate declined and hit a pretty uh, near-term low in the first half of 2023. The savings rate has actually improved, um, but most recently, over the last few months, has actually declined. And from a financial planning perspective, nothing is more important than that savings rate and investing enough to meet future goals. This is because unlike daily market swings, How much you save and how much you invest are entirely within your control. That chart shows that the savings rate spiked in 2020, as mentioned, but has since been lowering as consumers need to spend uh, inflated costs of goods and services in this inflationary environment. While this has helped support the economy, the spending has not been offset by an equal or greater increase in household income. So households will eventually need to tighten their belts. Historically speaking, 
This dynamic is why a decline in savings rates precedes many recessions as households overconsume, which drives the savings rate down and boosts economic growth. When consumers rein in their spending to more sustainable levels to shore up their cash flow and balance sheets, savings rates increase, and that impact is a negative impulse to economic growth. So what's the bottom line? Household net worth has returned to historic highs this year as markets have risen and the economy has been stronger than expected. However, moving forward, the American consumer faced significant headwinds that may hinder their ability to remain the supportive force they have been to the economy. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wealth Effect Podcast. Hope you're all doing well out there and happy wealth generation. Investment advisory services are offered through Fabian Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. Nothing discussed during the show should be viewed as investment advice. Everything discussed is generic, non-specific, non-tailored information. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please reach out to us at info at fabianwm.com or call us at 925 322-2450.